uh, Pooper? I want to give brief praise to to John Q. Mm. Have you you've you've never seen John Q? I've I've never seen this. So I was thinking about it a lot lately uh, because it's, uh, it's a 2002 movie, mm-hmm. um, and I had a lot of awareness of it um, over the years because this was like always on TV. This is one of those movies that's just always on TV. Yeah. yeah. So most of what I saw of John Q when I first watched, you know, two thirds of it at a time. Yeah. Each time um, was just the cable edit and silly dubs and whatever else. But John Q is a movie directed by Nick Cassavetes starring Denzel Washington and Mm -hmm. an interesting cast. uh, Robert Duvall, James Woods, um, the recently deceased Anne Heche, uh, Eddie Griffin, uh, Ray Liotta is in this movie, also mm-hmm. recently deceased. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, so John Q is a really not subtle movie about how terrible the healthcare is in America. Sure. Which is weird because you and I were having a similar discussion about that. I, I watched John Q like months ago and I wasn't particularly planning on talking about it because I was, you know, I, I would, I'd give it like a middling recommend it. It's like, it's just one of those, Hey, it's another fun movie from 2002. Yeah. yeah. That by the way, though, is not based on anything. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so anyway, it's a movie about, uh, Denzel Washington, like works at a, you know, a, a plant or something, you know, he's a, he's a working class guy and he doesn't have a lot of money and doesn't have like insurance, but for like a union HMO or something. Mm. Um, and his son, um, is diagnosed with an enlarged heart and they cannot get him on the donor list fast enough. And mm. it's just like non-coverage this and not that and donor list that and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, uh, so he decides, uh, to go into the hospital with a gun and, you know, uh, hold hostages in the hospital and force them to get his son a new heart. Mm. Uh, so it's, um, yeah, it's an interesting movie and it's, uh, it's, it's really cool because, you know, like, again, like uh, whenever we get to like the midpoint or whenever he actually takes over the hospital, like it's, it, it takes, you know, this real dramatic turn before it's like, just, just heartfelt, like, come on, let's, let's, let's raise the money for the Archibalds. And yeah, anyway, um, it's a pretty cool movie. I, I would recommend, I, I watched this on Netflix, the, this most recent watch and, mm-hmm. um, I really enjoy John Q. I mean, not only is it, it sucks because this movie's 20 years old and you watch it, yeah. you still go, oh, this is still a horrible it issue. Still is awful. Yeah. yeah. It's still terrible for, for many, many, many people. Um, and, uh, and even for those who it's not terrible for, it's just a strange system. Yeah. Uh, my wife will show me TikToks all the time of people who like expats who live like in Germany mm. and they talk about like how great everything is. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's like, yep, boy, <laughs> yep, um, yeah. I I don't know. I don't know what else to say about the movie. It's just a it's just a a short recommendation. But um, this movie made a hundred million dollars in two thousand two on a thirty six million dollar budget. Um, Good for it. Yeah, it made it made money. And um, again, it's one of those where you look back and go like, oh, that's it's clearly like an issue movie. Like, but, but there's some real drama. Denzel's given a great performance. Yeah. Um it's there, there's some really dramatic stuff happens and there's a whole lot of, as you can imagine, characters sitting around talking about healthcare. Um, right. and, um, it's really, I don't know. I like it. It's great. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> it's not, not going to win any points for like 
subtlety or anything, but sure. Hey, uh, I'm here for it. So right. Sure. Still yeah. good. John Q. If you've never seen John Q. Hey, it's great. Put it, on, put it on your Q. Yeah. Do hey. that. Hey. Hey. All right. Recently, there was released a documentary uh, on Netflix. The, the, the documentary is called Senior. Robert had an idea of doing a documentary about his dad and about their life together. So many people, they know Robert Downey Jr., but they don't know Robert Downey Sr. He's a talented underground filmmaker named Robert Downey. Have you seen any of Grandpa's movies? No, why? Because they're awesome. Do you want to see them someday? Do people try to ascribe meaning to your movies? Oh, my God. I hope not. What do we want to talk about? Everything. Oh, boy. I'm very interested in who my dad is just in the here and now. No one knows the hour and the day. We never know how much time we have with each other. So who is this guy? I'll never know. How you been? Um, okay. Is it a struggle? Is it challenging? Is it scary? On a certain day, any of those. It's not time to make a change. It's a bit of a foray into trying to understand your dad. You're still young. That's you feel like you understand him now. I have a feeling I'll know a lot more when we're done. I was once like you are now. I just remember that cacophony of creativity, but mostly laughter. How would you describe that period of time? Fifteen years of total sanity. All the times that I've cried. I think we would be remiss to not discuss its effect on me. But it's harder to ignore it. Well, I could sure love to miss that discussion. <laughs> Whatever's unfolding, funny or tragic, it's happening with the camera going. But then there's some part of me that feels like, oh, I'll miss something. It was this idea that films kind of brought us together, and to this day, still do. We're still happy with the title Senior, are we not? Yeah, I like it, but we can, we can do better. Uh, this is not directed by Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> mm -hmm. Some people yes. might think that it is. Yeah. Because he's obviously a big part of the marketing. It's not. It's directed by Chris Smith. It's produced mm -hmm. by Robert Downey Jr. and yep. Susan Downey. Uh, yep. And he's in it, uh, as is his father, Robert Downey Sr., for whom the documentary is titled. Um, mm -hmm. This is a 90-minute documentary on Netflix um, about um, the life and career of the now late Robert Downey Sr., um, mm -hmm. as explored through uh, his son, the very famous Robert Downey Jr. Um, people may not realize... Uh, some light Googling. If you've ever Googled, Oh, Downey Jr. Who's Downey Sr. He, he was a filmmaker and he was a really interesting filmmaker. Like mm -hmm. I'd, I'd heard, like I'd, I'd done like light research on him before, um, yeah. but the movies are really interesting exploration of the kind of movies he made. And I, um, I for one really came to appreciate his, uh, his sense of humor and his, his artistry. Uh, through yeah. what they showed, I was like, "Oh my god, this guy was funny." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. He might have been brilliant, you know. <laughs> right, right, sure. Um, 
anyway, I, I don't know what I'm going to give uh, uh, the, the documentary itself as far as a rating. I would probably give it a three and a half. Like I, I th- there was nothing in here where I was like, whoa, you know, it's not like a barn door barnstorming documentary of a, of a, of a film, sure. but it's a really sweet documentary and it's yeah. very, um, it's honest. I mean, like it's somebody coming to grips with mortality and their, their, the, the mortality of their father, and, you know, somebody who made such an impact in, on the world through art and, yeah. you know, death comes for us all, you know? Yeah. What did you think of the movie? I'd probably give it three stars. Like I thought it was fine. Um, it's, I, I agree with you. I, I grew to appreciate his artistry, uh, Robert Downey senior. And, and just the, the idea that there are still people or, you know, have been people, um, who used film to explore, uh, things that were, that meant something to them. And also it's, it, it truly is art. Like I think a lot of times we get lost in the, well, you know, films are business. It's, it exists to sell toys or it exists to sell, you know, whatever. Um, the box office is the be all end all. See and, our, our previous episode, lost leader cinema. If you'd like to hear yes, that horrific picture of, of, <laughs> of the state of film today. <laughs> yes. Um, but before but, that, but, <laughs> right. But, but the thing is like, it is true. Like that, that is film. Um, but, but we often forget that it can in fact also be an art, um, as much as it can be a business, it can also be an art. And so, you know, we often like elevate things like sculpting or painting, like this is art, art right? Yeah. And then, and then like film, we all kind of know it's art, but we don't really treat it like art. And so it's interesting to, you know, essentially meet somebody through this documentary who treats it like art and expresses themselves through this medium and, uh, and uses it to tell stories that mean something to themselves and, 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 and hopefully persuade people or change people or inspire people. And, and I think that's what Robert Downey senior was doing. He was throwing caution to the wind and just making whatever idea came into his brain that, made made him giddy and like and that and that's really the thing like um you know we're so used to talking about the studio system and the way that that operates is is an artist can have an an idea but eventually that idea gets taken by the uh, the studio, even if it's original idea like it's obvious that you know you can have a very you know, good idea for a Spider-Man movie, but that's not your character. It belongs to a million other people. Yeah. So they all have opinions and they can all tell you what to do. But even original stories are that way where the financiers can tell you, yeah, I don't, I don't like that. I don't want that. We're not doing that. And you're kind of beholden to them. And it seemed to me that Robert Downey was making films um, financed by people he trusted or by himself and, and anybody who goes out and like has an idea for a movie and actually makes it has my respect because that's really hard to do and especially do it multiple times and do it for a living. And, and, and he certainly did that and it it existed in a time. Um, I don't think you could do this now where the small cinema existed and they they would exhibit films that you had never heard of 
um, from small artists in the same way that you, if you were a painter, if you are a painter, you might have your paintings on display in a gallery, right? It's that same sort of thing. There, there at least was a, a, a an avenue for exhibition of your film, of your labor of love. And now that seems to have mostly vanished. It, it still exists in pockets, but it seems to have mostly vanished. And so it's interesting just like on that end of things. Um, I think as a documentary, to me, this film didn't quite work. Um, it had some great promises and never followed through on them. Um, you know, there's this idea that Robert Downey Sr. was making his own version of this film, this very film that we're watching. Um, and we see some snippets of it, but never enough to get a feeling of what he was trying to do with this thing. Um, and and maybe his illness, you know, precluded him from from reaching a point that was satisfactory to him, but it still made a promise that it couldn't follow through on. Um, and, and I'm not sure that I really like, I, I appreciate his art, but I'm not sure that I really know him better or that I really understand him. And, and I can understand why this might be therapeutic for Robert Downey Jr. And this might mean something to him. But for me, a guy who's never met Robert Downey Sr., I don't feel any sort of closeness to him now having seen it. Yeah, I'm with you. I feel while it is a really sweet documentary and it's very, you know, obviously therapeutic for for somebody, unless you've been through this exact thing. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. There is a little bit of, of a failure to connect emotionally, um, especially too, but just because they're, you know, they're such odd people, you know, that they're such yeah, yeah, yeah. specific idiosyncratic, um, people. Um, I really enjoyed like more than the history, more than like the, the, the present day, like, you know, let's, let's take you through the degenerative effects of Parkinson's disease. Yeah. Um, you know, other than just small takeaways implicit of like, you know, it doesn't matter if you're the richest actor in the world, you know, yeah. you're going to yeah. lose your dad one day. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, that's, that's an interesting, uh, way to look at the movie. But for me, I think the movie functions best as an appreciation of seniors artistic merit. Yeah, sure. Then, you know, it's everything else about it is almost like a, like a, like we happen to be making this movie towards the end of his life slash the, the end of his life. Yeah. So we're going to work that in there a little bit. Yeah. I, I, I just, I, I know and it makes me sort of wonder how, if how the project was conceived, like I'm running out of time with my dad. I'd like to hold on a second. Speaking of fathers and sons. Hi buddy. Uh -huh. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you hear? <laughs> oh, wow. How timely. I was about to tell him to get out of here. And then he'd tell me, I just want to give you a hug. And I was like, uh, uh, okay. okay. <laughs> I'm a jerk. <clears throat> um, yeah. But it almost seems like, like Downey said, like, I'm running out of time with my dad. And there's a lot yeah. about him that people probably don't even know. People know yeah. me. Yeah. They don't know my dad. Yeah. I'm famous. I bet if we made a documentary about yeah. my dad, we could sell it to somebody, market yeah. it in, on my involvement and thereby I can use my fame to appreciate my father. Yeah. So again, while that's very sweet, I mean, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't have any comment about that as like a, as a motivation. Cause it's like, 
cool. Uh, yeah, that's probably the most earnest thing you can do with the amount of fame that you have and the platform you have as a producer and just as a megastar. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yep. use all of that to show how cool your dad is. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. Did, but yeah, but the the film structurally is a little bit strange in that sense, you know, and, and not quirky enough to 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 sort of match the tone of seniors' sensibilities. Yeah, the documentary yeah. itself is kind of the middle of the road. Yeah, but there's functions within it that I took away that I was like, oh, that's cool, you know. Yeah, agreed. It, his the 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 function of let's look at his art, let's appreciate his uh, you know his work that 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 all works for me. Mm-hmm. What does what doesn't work as much is you know well first of all he's a guarded person and there are a few moments where juniors asking him questions that are a little bit pointed mm-hmm. um and and he kind of deflects right mm-hmm. and and it's okay so clearly you're not going to actually let the audience in on anything here yeah. um which is a little bit of a disappointment and then and then um there's almost this implicit promise by junior having any role in it at all that the discussion might come up of their relationship through the years and how uh senior drove junior to the dark places he went to right. and then and then how and then and then that that you know voyage back to uh you know something productive and healthy um for him and 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 so i get you know this idea that like well this is more about my dad it's not about me but at the same time i feel like it glossed over a lot for for junior and like i was really hoping we would see you know, him open up a little bit about that time and, and what his dad may or may not have done to cause or, you know, push him into that, that dark place. Yeah. Um, and while it's mentioned, yeah. I never feel like it's truly explored. And, um, and, and so, you know, towards the end, there's, you know, this feeling that junior might be a little bit conflicted over, you know, his relationship with his dad and, and, and how to feel now that he's gone or, or, you know, that he's going and, and that sort of thing. But even that's not really fully explored. Um, and so it felt to me like the subjects of this documentary, which make no mistake, senior is the subject, but, but junior is supporting subject, um, are both a little bit guarded about what they want to talk about. Um, and to me, that makes the documentary a little less interesting or, or it's not like dishonest, but it's just not as open as you would want a subject of a documentary to be like, you would hope that the idea is, Hey, we're going to create this. Like we're, we're going to let you guys in on everything. Right. But there's still a distance, um, that is maintained through the film, um, that, is is frustrating i think a little bit because because i would have loved to have really really dig into like how how all of this affected junior growing up and 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 all of that and i think if you didn't have any knowledge of of robert downey junior's past you might even be confused about what this is yeah um, because they the context of their relationship yeah, they never really, they talk about, oh, he had some issues and some drug issues. Uh, both of them did, but it never really, it never really digs into it. And I, I don't know if there's hesitancy on Junior's part to like dig into that because 
is painful or because it hurts the image he's so carefully constructed um, or, you know, the pessimist in me would say Marvel says don't don't put anything out there that, you know, damages the brand. Um, I, I don't think that's the case, but but you know what I mean? Like there, there's just a distance there that I wish. I, I wish we had been let in on a little bit more. Yeah, I I I picked up on the guardedness for sure, and I I sort of marveled, to, you know, during the thing, like, wow, like Robert seems like really like a, like, like like one of those kinds of people, at least socially, or at least in front of a, a you know a crew, like to keep things pretty light, mm-hmm. you know, and whenever you. I mean, he's an actor, you know, like, so you, you watch, you watch like a, a role, you watch him play a role or you watch any, any like intense, any like emotionally intense or, or singular scene as like a, even a character like Tony Stark, where like you see them like intensely vulnerable and intensely like emotional. It's just like, wow, it's so weird. Like to see the man himself, like seemingly avoid th- that sort of, and not, and I want to say introspection because I don't want to presuppose you know, for me, like what's in the man's heart, but I definitely agree. Like I, I picked up on like a, either a hesitancy or an unwillingness on camera to confront things that are compelling and dramatic and, and, uh, and honest, like, yeah, can we, but I don't, at the same time, like if my dad had given me marijuana when I was seven yeah, and it set me, it ultimately set me on a path of, of drug abuse and imprisonment and, you know, yep. near career death. Um, and I just, and, and I worked over the decades to forgive him and, um, you know, yeah. make a documentary about him. I don't know how I'd yeah. feel about approaching him and go, dad, I'm going to, I'm going to bring the camera crew over here and we're finally going to talk about how I feel about that. I know yeah. you're dying, but I really need to get this on camera. <laughs> like, right. Right. It, right. I understand that, that that might feel strange, but at the same time, it's like, that's fine you don't want to do that. That's fine. That makes you a normal human being. You yeah. know, who's to say they didn't do it off camera. Sure. But this is a documentary and what it is missing are elements like that, you know? Yeah. Because, I hate to, because I hate to sound that, bloodthirsty, like, yeah, get, get those tears, you know, yeah, but, yeah. but it's like I, I, the flip side of, of, of that, the, the nice way yeah. to say that's missing is there are people out there who need or would benefit yeah. from seeing that kind of healthy, closure yeah. like yeah like i just want you to tell me what was going through your head you know yeah. do you realize like what that put me through yeah. i know and i'm sorry it's okay yeah. like that sort of thing can heal people yeah and and that's the thing like okay so so they never maybe they never got around to it when he was alive okay yeah. well well part of one of my issues with the film is like it ends after senior passes I felt rather abruptly, like I thought for sure there could have been another half hour of this thing and, and it's just kind of over. And, but, but the problem is like life isn't over and, and the way that Junior's dealing with all of this isn't over. So, so it, it would make sense to me then to have this like, almost like epilogue of, you know, look these are some things that I wish I could have told my dad or things that I, you know, never could tell him because I wasn't strong enough. I didn't want to face it, whatever Mm -hmm. the case may be, but open up to the camera and say, yeah, like the, these are the things that, that I want 
to pass on because because the film as it is if you ask me like what's it about what's it trying to say to me the only clear thing it's trying to say is robert downey senior was a gifted artist um but what it what it what the more dramatic thing the more important thing to say is you can go through the hardest of times, forgive the people who may be directly or indirectly responsible for those things, forgive them, cultivate a healthy relationship with them and move on with your life. Like that to me is much more of like a thesis statement than senior was a good artist, right? Um, both are valid, but that's very different dramatically. And, and I wish... I wish there was more on that, that other front, like give me like, what's life like now for junior and how does that affect him and, and, and his family and his kids. And you, you know, you see his wife once in the film and it's like, give me more of her. Like, what does this do for her? What does this, you know, just, you know, let me in and like, I know that like, to me, that makes me sound like TMZ, right? Like, let me in on your personal life, but, but you're making a documentary, yeah. right? You have to know that what people are going to be coming there for is to be let in on your personal life. Like she mentioned they're on, they're on that FaceTime call and she says like, you know, it's been hard my first year without a dad. And I was like, yeah. Oh, I didn't even know your father passed away. And it's like, yeah. that would have been a good time to be like, yeah, let's talk about Susan's father. You know, like let's yeah, like let's diverge. Talk, yeah, parallel. That's yeah. From fr- from a storytelling perspective, that's foreshadowing. He's about yes. to go through this exact thing, and you have yep. this person, your spouse, right there who yeah, who can lead you through that. You yep. know, yeah, um, yeah, and and yeah. bring bring in you know her family photos and home videos and yeah. whatever, and show her with her dad and. And, and parallel, you're right. It's perfect foreshadowing and it's paralleling what, what's it going to happen? What's, what's going, going to happen? happen. Yeah. And, and how does it work? You know, I don't know what her relationship was like with her father. They make it seem like maybe she had a good relationship good one, with him. Yeah. Um, so maybe parallel that, like, this is what my relationship with my father was, was there is no complicated feeling. I love my dad. He was great to me and that's great. And yeah. then parallel that with somebody who, doesn't have that cut and dry of a relationship with their dad. Um, that again, it just makes for good dramatic storytelling. And when you're in the edit, you can find that kind of thing and then say, look, I need, I need to shoot Susan for a couple days. And like, you know, cause the story needs it. Right. And, and certainly an hour and a half is a short film. So devote another 15 minutes to something else. I'd be fine with it. Um, I don't think it would be unfocused because I think it, it directly corresponds to our main story, which is him slowly passing. Um, so yeah, you're right. Like I, that, that, that would have been a great time for that. I, I found myself wondering if senior, like I, I, I wanted to know what does senior think about junior's career now? Mm-hmm. Like here, here's this like slightly avant-garde, you know, out of the yeah. box artist and his son is like the poster child for the for- biggest entertainment conglomerate in the world. Yeah. You know, what, what is that? What, what's your thought process on that? Right. Yeah. I also thought it was interesting that like, other than, you know, the, the song that plays over the credits, Downey's oldest son is absent from the film. His son, Indio. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who's in like his twenties. Yeah. 
again, like whatever, without knowing the relationship dynamic, like yeah. I would have liked to know, like, okay, we we're, we're talking a lot to Downey's like young son. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, you know, three generations of Downey's. It's like, what about Indio? Like do, right. do, do, do him and senior not have a relationship? Like he clearly yeah. has, I mean, he's doing the music for the movie. Like they, there's clearly yeah. something there. Did he, right. was he busy? That yeah. seems weird. I don't know. Just, it was more sort of like, maybe is he, is he camera shy? Like his yeah. father's a huge actor. Is he just yeah. completely, so I don't know, but like and, that and, would and have it, been perfect to parallel like seniors influence on junior and the residual effect of that on Downey's own, you know, Mm-hmm. Um, uh, struggle with substance abuse and what that substance abuse may have done to his relationship with his own son. Yeah. You know, before, yep. before he even married Susan and they had those other two kids, like what yep. was that like, you know? Yeah. Because he's old enough to know the time yes. early, you know, the, know the time before Tony Stark. He remembers his, when his father was using and yep. when yep. times were much more bleak and his parents divorced, like he, he's got to remember that. So yeah, I don't yep. know. I'm, 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 I'm with you. Like it's, 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 it's a double-edged sword. Like, you know, if, if it's, it's sweet, you know? Yep. Yep. But it does, it does leave you wanting more in yep. a way, you know, it, it, in a yeah, way that totally. a documentary shouldn't. Shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> Documentaries should be fairly like resolved when they're, unless they're about like, unless it's the innocence project where it's like, there are thousands of cases like this every day. Innocent people mm-hmm. go to jail. Here's how you right. can help. Like, yeah, Oh yeah. God, that, that I feel empty. I need to do something about this. I shouldn't right. feel empty after, yep, <laughs> after right. a movie like this. And, and maybe, maybe junior doesn't have like a solidified opinion, like on all of this yet. Like maybe, yeah. maybe he, he's, maybe it's tough to find like a thesis statement, like, you know, I love my dad and it was complicated, but I forgive him and we're cool. Like maybe that, maybe that's not something he can articulate because it isn't true. Right. Like, I don't know, but yeah, it needed something. And, but you're right. I mean, it's a sweet story and, and, um, and it is interesting. I I wasn't bored, but, but yeah, I, I do wish there was more to it. I just loved like seeing, like they would talk about one of his old films and they'd show some footage and every time they did it, it was some like sight gag that I just thought was brilliant. Like there's yes. one, there's one particular one where like someone throws a baseball, it's like a baseball mm-hmm. game. Yeah. I was like, Oh cool. He did a baseball movie and the camera pans out and everyone's on horseback. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I thought that was yes. so funny. Yes. <laughs> I was like, Why? Like it just stuff like that. That's just like, yeah, it made me want to go see. I'm I'm sure it's not for me, but I I did. Right, sure. I saw that 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 image and I was like, that's just so that 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 absurdist humor is so. Yeah. Somebody said like it's no it's no surprise that Robert Downey Jr. is the way he is because of who his parents were. Yeah, you know these these very uh, interesting and eclectic people yeah. um, with strange senses of what's funny and what's artistic. It's like, yeah, it makes total sense. <laughs> Yep. Yep. Oh, for sure. He's such an abstract person. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yep. All right. Well, that, sure. that that's uh, that senior. It's on Netflix. Uh, yep. And so, if you want to check it out, it is there. Yep.